Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of What the Health Just Happened, where we talk about all things healthcare. The good, the bad, the ups, the downs, the lefts, the rights, and everything in between. We also bring on a variety of business owners, business leaders, community advocates, nonprofits, etc., especially here in Northeast Florida. Today, it's a combination of all of that stuff, right? So we're going to talk a lot about healthcare. We've got a business leader here, community advocate, tied into nonprofits. One of the first guests on this show, so if you want to hear some personal stuff about him, you can listen to episode, I don't know, six or seven. I'll look back it's on thousands it. Thousands of episodes ago. Thousands right? of episodes ago. Millions of streams ago. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. There is cameras here. But um, Dr. Matthew Thompson, now CEO of Telescope Health, my favorite things, husband, father, I'm going to call you a I'm friend. I'm not your husband. Well, <laughs> already, dude. <laughs> Ripping it. Great husband to his wife, not me. Incredible father. We're going to yes. hit on that. Um, I'm going to call you a friend. Is that fair? Yeah, we are friends. And honestly, like you're just cool. Yeah, you're Some cool Some people too. are just naturally yeah. cool. You have a cool fire helmet. <clears throat> I got three now, by the way. Yeah, the my daughter helmets. was disappointed that I don't have something like that, actually. And I didn't take her to a Jags game this year, too, which she was really You can borrow about. or I'll make you one so. whenever you want. Dr. Okay. Matthew Thompson. There, there's so many nicknames. What should us normal folk call you? Uh, the illustrious... No. Uh, the illustrious. Just you know, Matty T, that's, you know, what like everybody at the hospital calls me, Matty T. Um, Dr. Matt, Matt, Dr. Matty, T. whatever you want to call me, honestly. I'm an open book. Dr. Matthew I'm Thompson. I'm a blank canvas. CEO of Telescope Health, which, again, local organization. We're going to put a big spotlight on that. What are yes. you guys doing? What are you working on? Yeah. Just to reiterate, you were one of the early guests. Yeah. We were kind of winging it. I think we have it dialed in. Just kidding. We're still winging it personal stuff you can share that how was mystery reader oh man okay so i was gonna say (laughs) this is a huge highlight of the day for me i love doing this because i love to talk uh and i love you and i love this program but um this is not the highlight of my day the highlight of my day was being the mystery reader for my daughter's first grade class uh and um i gotta give a shout out to her hi elo she's gonna watch this yeah and uh so i i put on all my full get up put my white coat on and i went in there and i told him a story uh, about a, pulling a bug out of a kid's ear. They love that. Really? And then I taught them, yeah, yeah. Did it scare them? I or told them like... a spooky story. I said, I got a spooky story for you. Dr. Matt's here. Um, and then, uh, you know, I taught them how to wrap up a wrist with an ace wrap, and I gave them all an ace wrap to take home. And then I pulled up Telescope Health, and they got to talk to my care navigation manager and my lead care navigator, Cheryl and Sherelle, who are both awesome. Cheryl and, and Cheryl. Uh, I love yeah, shout outs. I know, right? Cheryl, Cheryl and Cheryl. Cheryl. It's like a show, honestly. <laughs> um, but they're amazing. So, you know, they they popped up and, you know, I said, who likes to FaceTime? And I said, who likes to FaceTime, uh, you know, uh, doctors? And they're like, what? You know, and then I said, well, you, we talk to people all over the country and you can talk to a nurse or a doctor and they loved it. So it was fun. I, I think, again, right off the bat, real human being here, you, you're, you're a doctor, which is not easy, right? What do you guys do? Like a I year, mean, it's, yeah, it's a year or two of yeah. school and yeah. read like one or two chapters. Yeah, and it's a, I took web. an online course, actually. A couple <laughs> YouTube courses. I say that to people sometimes, too, you know, before I see them, like, well, I watched a YouTube video on this, so I feel fr- pretty confident about sewing up your laceration. But you're, then, I'm going to compliment you a lot on yeah. this, by the way. Oh, thank you. You're, I need it. I'm, you're I'm funny, a narcissist. Right? So. Also, <laughs> not really, but. He's not. <laughs> Musician, husband, but the father stuff I love, like, you're, you're just a good dad. And well, I promise we'll talk about telescope I got health. Three girls, three girls. Very difficult to juggle, uh, you know, a business <sighs> and um, maintaining a, a medical licensure and uh, family, and so it's just life is fun, you know. But if you're doing what you love, then it's great. So 
Mystery Reader was the highlight of the week, though. Yeah, it really was. I mean, when you have 10 screaming kids that are just like looking at you <laughs> like you're cool, I mean, you, that's fun. That really builds you up. I knew this would happen. I just want to talk about fun stuff the whole time. Yeah. But you're Music, like a kid beer. and you're looking at me like I'm cool. I'm an almost 41-year-old <laughs> child. Let's yeah. talk about bugs in ears. Yes. No. Telescope health. Yes. I know about it. In like, How do we paint a brief picture to talk about important stuff? It's tough. Yeah. Do you want me to read this mission statement or do you have it memorized? Oh, of course I have it memorized. Let's hear it. Because um, some people nail yeah. it and others are like, oh, yeah. crap, I don't yeah. know. So first of all, we're a healthcare company. Our mission is to use innovative thinking, human connection, and technology to remove barriers to care. So I'm going to break those down. Yeah. Okay. Let's do so, it. So really three pieces, but the goal is we remove barriers to care. And I, I think we... What's neat is when I started the company uh, with Matt Rill, my partner. Shout um, out, he's, Matt. He's like an awesome guy. Yes, yeah. he's a great, he's he's also a great really guy. Cool. I hope he watches this. Um, but he is the CEO of um, one of the largest uh, Democratic uh, physician-led and run staffing companies for ER doctors uh, in the country and in the Southeast for sure. And so if you've been to a Baptist ER or Lakeland or Southeast Georgia, you've seen one of our doctors. And, and the 100%. company... The company was born out, Telescope Health was born out of that company. So what's cool is that, you know, we started with a, a really deep, profound knowledge of barriers that we see every day as ER physicians, right? And that's just the perfect place to identify, okay, why are people, like, what are the psychological, cultural um, reasons why people are using the ER for their care? And there's so many factors. And so that's how the company started. Then we just hired all these amazing healthcare leaders who joined the team and expanded our knowledge base uh, to be able to provide, you know, solutions for employers and for, you know, health systems. And it's just grown. I mean, it's so much bigger than, I, you know, as a doctor, you don't understand the business of healthcare at all, to be honest with you. I mean, you understand slightly about how you're supposed to get paid. Uh, and, um, you know, you, you realize, okay, if I see more patients, I get paid more. Uh, and so I want to see patients. And you don't really understand the downstream effects of how that affects the person you're seeing. I mean, you know, that they're going to get a bill, you know, that um, they may or may not have insurance. You hope, especially as an ER doctor, that you say, follow up with so-and-so. And you may even have a case manager who you say, you know, help them get an appointment with a cardiologist. And they may do that, but are they going to actually go down the right path? Are they going to have the option to? And, um, you know, you you said something uh, earlier today. This is, I'm going to just let it. Yeah, okay. let's go. This let's is go. not the first time that you and I have talked today. So what? we did. I know. Yeah, we talked earlier. This is the first time we've ever met or talked. Yeah, it is. I know. Yeah. But um, you said something about, um, you know, people don't uh, want to engage or choose in their health care. Uh, and, you know, we talked about the various friction points. Well, why is that? And I think that the reality is uh, most people do. They want to make the right decisions about their health care. And I brought in the analogy of, well, actually, the reality is just like changing the oil in your car. I would love to change the oil in my car. It's like, it's way overdue. My car is probably going to explode on the way home today. Uh, but <laughs> Can to you relate that, to that, by yeah, the way? Yeah. yeah, to do that, I have to drop my car off probably overnight. I have to get a rental car. I have to arrange for the child care, make sure there's no other responsibilities, meetings. It just becomes an overload of things where it's like, I don't, that's too many friction points. I don't want to deal with that. Uh, so... It's the same with healthcare. Most people would say, well, yeah, I would love to get my blood work checked and to get on the right track or get my colonoscopy or maybe not colonoscopy, but, you know, I've had get two my, of those, yeah, by the way, yeah. but, before you know, 40, sorry, people, <laughs> too much yes, information. No, but it's true. But, you <laughs> know, health scare, but. something, ha you had a health scare. Yep. So it became enough to push you over. But the reality is most people have too many friction points. 
And to understand and navigate that, there is a whole psychology, cultural shift, and that's why people don't do it. And so um, there are a lot of great companies out there that remove barriers to certain certain aspects of care. You can now easily get a prescription and see a doctor with a thousands of companies in the U.S. via telehealth. So that's why I don't like to say we're a telehealth company because certainly that is a component of it, but you have to have all the, the aspects of care. And so it starts with, okay, you're an employer. And I, I, I thought it'd be great to focus on the employer aspect of this because most employers are trying to do the right thing. They want to provide a solution and they want their workforce to be happy and healthy. And employees are, guess what? People. They're human, human beings. beings. I know. It's amazing, right? So... So, you know, employers, uh, you know, they, let me pause that before you go yeah, down that path. Yeah. Cause I want to, I want to hit a couple bull. You covered a lot there, which is good stuff. Yeah. We're going to hit all of them. I had too much coffee. That's okay. Oh, I love this, man. It's, it's hard to pack this stuff in 48 minutes. That's why yeah. I think you and I should have a reoccurring show maybe once a month. Yes. The company Telescope Health yeah. started based out of Jacksonville, which yep. started from a group called ERG, mm-hmm. Emergency Resource Group. Yep a massive group of emergency physicians that, that have worked in Northeast Florida and South Georgia for right. decades yep. who have seen and been exposed to every component of healthcare, the real stuff, the not so real stuff. Mm-hmm. Most physicians, how much training do they give you on the financial component of healthcare? How billing works, how money is made, let's be honest. Do you get that in, in medical school? No, not at all. Zero. Um, and you know what's sad is that you don't get a lot of training on population health uh, and, um, you know, what drives health outcomes either. So really, and, you know, the, I'll put another plug in here. Um, we recently uh, created an affiliation partnership with UNF. Uh, so, and dude, uh, yes, we're all we, UNF Yes, grads, okay, perfect. Oh, we're right so we're College UNF of Health. And um, Dr. Periani, Dr. Zhao, and um, uh, Dr. Tiemann, um, uh, and, and uh, you know, the, just such an amazing team at the Brooks College of Health. And I love this for, for many reasons. So, I mean, really in my heart, I am... I, I love to be a man of the people, uh, but I also, I came up through academics, you know, and there is so much power in data-driven solutions. You have to, and you know, that's what we're taught as physicians. It needs to be evidence-based. And so you got to look at the data. So the things that we do are really data-driven and uh, we're going to have a lot of publications that come out in partnership with UNF, which I'm really excited about. And we're bringing on a lot of interns from the MHA program into our company too. So just really cool partnership that I'm excited about. I might have to go back to that too. Because again, how do we talk about telescope health a ton? The employer side, there's so much to cover. Oh, started. You came from in the ER, touching patients, seeing the yep. good, the bad, everything in between. Would you, you're kind of an entrepreneur now? Yeah, I mean, I think I had to jump full in on that. Um, so and a CEO, which is yeah, we have a big responsibility. Uh, we have about 20 full time employees, and we have oh, you know hundreds of doctors you know on our roster, and we're a national company uh, now. And so we have a care navigation team that covers um, you know all 50 states, and we have providers uh, that can cover all 50 states. And I think the big change for us is we partnered with um, Ameriflex, which is one of the largest benefit administrators in the country, and. Uh, it's funny, their CEO um, and founder, William Short, uh, is a good friend now, but he's the guy that invented uh, the technology to put FSA, HSA money on a credit card. So if you've ever used an HSA, Do you know what FSA an FSA account, is? We use it for daycare. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what, you know what an great, HSA right? is? Some people yeah. don't know Healthcare, what those, yeah. what those yeah, are. Yeah, a health savings we, account. Yeah. yeah. We have the option here okay. with those. And so, a flexible spending account. Some yeah, people don't exactly. know what that means. Yeah, right? and so, um, but it's super common, right? And so... 
what I've learned about solving for the payment, the payment of healthcare and uh, employee benefits in the last year has really just exploded my mind, honestly. And it's neat when you combine what seems so practical from my perspective on, okay, you're a person who needs X, Y, and Z for your healthcare. There are significant barriers that I know how to solve um, from a physician standpoint and from a care navigation standpoint, but there's a whole other side of it on the payment and the employee benefits and how that plays into it. So it's been a really fun year of combining those solutions. Um, and, you know, we have so much in store in the future too that we're, we're building, uh, which is great. When did the company start? Um, so we started really in 2018, and we've been seeing patients since um, early, about this month in 2019. So we're pre-pandemic. I was uh, say, something happened in 2020 that yeah, kind of upturned the world yeah. and, and maybe helped or didn't help. Yeah, I think it really funny. put an emphasis on that space. Yeah, It, it certainly, uh, you know, we, we worked with the city of Jacksonville uh, with the COVID test sites, and um, that was a really interesting learning experience. But uh, it was a, dis- a distraction from our core, you know, service line, which is really what we're trying to do with the virtual care and care navigation and um, the analytics components. And so, uh, you know, I'm glad that time period is over. Um, the same problems still exist that existed then. Uh, and now we've got a great team to, to build the solutions. So. You're, I say this all the time. I'm a self-proclaimed entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I love the healthcare yeah. side. But I realized like a deep, deep, deep down, I was an entrepreneur. Yeah. Like you yeah. see a problem and issues, you want to fix it. And again, I have children that I want to put through school and buy cars for and pay for marriages. So people don't talk about the money side. Yeah. I'm okay talking about it. On-demand care. I want to, I want to really dive into care navigation yeah. before the commercial break. Yeah. That's a differentiator and price mm-hmm. transparency. Those yeah. are two things that are huge. So on-demand care is everywhere. We won't say other yeah. companies, but yes. there's a hundred, 200, a thousand yeah. on-demand cares. Every uh, direct primary care, great process, every uh, primary care physician, they all have on-demand care. Sure. You, you Like, again, I, I see something special in Telescope Health watching it. The care navigation, so so for, again, I, I always use Trey and Justin as examples. They're over there. Trey's over there hiding. Explain care navigation, how big of a deal that is. Yeah. I, I get it. I love it. Also I'll, in like I'll 60 seconds. I'm kidding. I like we got stories. a couple minutes. Yeah, I, I love like, stories. I like simple yes. stories. So um, Trey, I'm going to po- point out Trey here. Trey slips off of his uh, skateboard because he's- Electric uh, skateboard. He's shredding the gnar out yeah. there and, he's, and he Always shouldn't be. He's past the, the age gnar. of shredding. <laughs> uh, and um, he twists his ankle and he thinks, oh gosh, did I break my ankle? Do I do an x-ray? So here's the spectrum of solutions. You can now get online and you can say, I, I'm going to WebMD this and I need an x-ray of my ankle. I can see it here. Google told me. Uh, and so I can also look up where I could get an x-ray. I can use Google to do that. And maybe I can even use uh, some, you know, I can search for the prices of, you know, potentially where to get an x-ray. Okay. So I've decided I need to go get an x-ray. Well, does he really need to get an x-ray? So the next step is to say, you got to talk to somebody to help you find, first of all, where to go to get that x-ray, the difference in cost, look at your benefit plan, look at your insurance to understand, okay, what's my, co- what's my copay if I go to the hospital to go do this as opposed to an outpatient um, uh, imaging center um, you know, or through my primary care doctor. There's a big difference in those. So you need somebody to help guide you that. But then, then you also need to understand, do I really need it? Because if you saw a doctor, they could say, well, hey, we're going to follow the Ottawa ankle rules. And if there's doctors geeking out there uh, listening to this, they'll understand that. 
you you can put weight on it. You really don't need an X-ray right now. You need to ice it, elevate it, compress it, and tomorrow rice. We'll see. Rest, yeah, we'll ice rice compression it. elevation. Yep. We'll rice it, and then tomorrow we'll see you again, and you feel better. So you took some ibuprofen, and you didn't need an X-ray. So you avoided that cost altogether. So it's a spectrum of of solutions that you need, and any one of those is beneficial, but it's not the complete package. So what we provide really is that full spectrum. We provide the on-demand providers. We provide the, really, it's kind of like concierge care where you have a, a guide. Somebody's helping you say, okay, here's the places where you could go. Um, that's a nursing-led team. And then we have the tools that you can use and that we use to show the price transparency or the difference in cost based on whether you have insurance or don't. <clears throat> so so there's so much overlaps there. And again, we, we yeah. work and live in this space, and I'm trying to give it for whoever the audience is. Let's use that same example. Depending on who it is, a lot of people say, oh, man, I don't know where to go. I'm walking straight into that ER. Yeah. Which, yeah. when you talk to the care navigators, the concierge care, hold up. Because yeah. the second you walk in that ER, yeah. you might as well multiply your bills by five. Yeah. And you know why they do that? And then come to yeah. our x-ray facility. Yeah. Plus, oh, yeah. plus five. <laughs> I'd love to talk about precision yeah. imaging. If you have a connect there, I yeah. want to get them on the show. Yeah. Versus talking to your team that says, hold up, Trey. You were shredding the gnar. You rolled your ankle. <laughs> Let's look through this. Ouch! Instead of spending between five and seven thousand dollars for all of this, yeah. let's wait a couple days, do these things. It may be uncomfortable. We can call you in a script, yep. and then we're going to send you to. I like free shout outs to Precision Imaging. Yeah. And that cost for an X-ray, yeah. may be three hundred dollars versus eight hundred and fifty or a grand. Yeah. Which hits your insurance on the back end, and your employee at the end of the year is like. Oh my gosh, Trey was shredding the NAR again. Yeah. He went to the ER and our entire insurance rate goes up. Yeah, absolutely. Back to the care navigation, because then I'll talk about how do you how do you decrease those claims on the back end and yeah. it, it boils down to the end consumer. Yep. So care navigation, that's one example. You have many of them. I love this. Mm -hmm. What do the care navigators look like? Clinical experience? Is it some yeah. Joe Schmo? Like, do you find a guy like Eric Ross no. in the gas station ripping heaters? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, give us some advice. We really, yeah, <laughs> the bottom of the barrel digging for yeah. us. Uh, <laughs> our, team is, our team is amazing. Um, so we have, it's a nurse practitioner-led team, um, and Janice is our clinical operations director, and she has trained countless physicians and um, uh, advanced practitioners uh, over the last uh, 15, 20 years. And she's amazing. And then um, we have uh, our our nurse, our care navigation manager, um, is a former nurse manager uh, for Baptist Health and also a case manager. And so pulling in all those skills. And then our care our care navigation <coughs> team is built on anywhere from nursing, certi uh, certified medical technician to uh, honestly our, our one of my my OG Cheryl, who's, I hope you watch this too, Cheryl. She, um, you know, ran a primary care practice, um, uh, in the front office before she joined us. And she was our first care navigator, uh, back in 2018. And she just understands the process. They know, you know? the game. They know the game. And so a lot of this is shared decision-making. And the reason why people go to the ER is because easy, I'm hurt. I need to go to the ER. Don't have to think any more about it other than that. It's just like, that's why is AARP so successful? It's a phone number. You just call it. You have an issue. You just call it. You don't have to think anymore. So start there. Yeah. So so that's what we've done. You know, we have a hotline. You can immediately talk to a person, and that's where the human connection comes into play. Is sometimes you don't want to make the decision. You need shared decision making. So the only decision you need to make is to call. And so, you know, our employers. We have apps, and we you know we have you know online web solutions, and I I love those. Some people don't want to talk to people, but at the end of the day, as an employer, you want to know. Hey, 
they can just call this number and they're going to start their healthcare journey and get taken care of. And so um, that's where we start. You got to remove the friction points. Friction points. Talk about that too. Right? <clears throat> How do you eliminate friction points? Price transparency. That again, if you geek out in our world, yeah. that is a huge deal. CAA is part of that. That's another conversation. How much time we got left, Justin? Six minutes. I'm the only guy that asked because yeah. this is live. <laughs> Here I am winking again. Yeah. <laughs> um, price transparency. Another example is right now, I got a bellyache. I want to figure out how to fix this bellyache right now. But if I go here, it's X amount of dollars. If I go there, it's X amount of dollars. Yeah. If I have this insurance card, it's Y amount. Like, yeah. Talk about the importance of that and what you guys are doing in that space with Telescope specifically. Yeah. We have a great partnership um, that's uh, with a company called Handle uh, Health, and they provide the back-end databases um, and claims uh, data so that we can understand based on your insurance, um, and it's fully integrated into our software. So, uh, you know, a, a patient or anybody who's using our platform or our care navigators can say, okay, this is your insurance, um, and based on that, this is the cost uh, for the services that you're looking to get. And so... That transparency right off the bat is huge. First of all, that's a requirement based on the consolidated appropriations. A you know, it's a recent yeah. requirement. And um, if you go on LinkedIn or online, you will probably eventually, if you type in, you know, something related to healthcare or employer benefits, you will see ads now from legal entities or legal groups or uh, attorneys saying class action lawsuit against Lockheed Martin or whoever. They're out there. CVS. Um, yeah, uh, exactly. Heinz Ketchup. And Ford. it's hard. Are you an employee who spent too much on your health care? Your employer was responsible for providing you options and showing you where you could get uh, cheaper care, you know, or different options of care. And so that is the Consolidated Appropriations Act. So our solution fulfills that requirement, which is key. It's funny because you can check off the box and say, hey, listen, I gave them a price shopping tool. That's essentially what you could call it, a price shopping tool. But again, go back to that ankle you know, um, story. You may think you need something. That doesn't mean you necessarily need it. And also, you may find the cheapest option, but you got to drive further or it's a, it's a low quality option. You know, We don't want to send people to the cheapest healthcare because the downstream effect of that isn't the best care and it's actually more expensive. So. How do you combine the two? So I, again, before every episode, believe it or not, I prep for these sometimes. <laughs> and I like, how do you get yeah. one sentence to explain something? Because yeah. I want to talk about high deductible health plans. I got some bullet yeah. points. We might not hit that. So CAA, the Consolidated Appropriations Act, yeah. it came out in 2021, but now it's it's like, hey, if you don't follow these rules, yeah. we're going to give you a slap on the wrist, but then you're going to be in trouble. One sentence, this is the quickest one I could find, established protections for consumers related to surprise billing and transparency in healthcare. Yeah. So think about that. Anyone who's gone and seen anything in healthcare, it just happened to me not that long ago, something came up. Thought I had it covered. I'm like, I want to pay everything cash up front. Three months later, you owe us $3,000. Yeah. What? I again, this is someone who lives and breathes in the system. And then yeah. transparency, we've talked about this. It's coming, it's happening, but it is a slow, slow, yeah. slow moving. Yeah, it is. Um, and I, you know, the ramifications um, uh, on employers is still to be seen, but you know, it's out there. Uh, you know, the act is out there. So the, they're they're going to be held accountable. And you can see in class action lawsuits, they already are. So I think my least favorite part of this show is how quick time goes. Yeah. Which I knew We're would happen. We're having so much fun. 
I am. Yeah. Still I not the best part of my day. I just want to again yeah, yeah. say. I know. It was mystery yeah. reader and, and um, <laughs> when I called you my uh, my husband. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a good. That was I a did good not. Part. I said you're a good husband. Um, Dr. Matthew Thompson, so many nicknames. CEO of Telescope Health. Yes. Flew by. Second half would do a little fun, then more serious. That's what the health just happened. All right. Welcome back to the second half of what the health just happened. If you missed the first half, good news is it'll be available on your favorite podcast platform or you're hearing this on the podcast platform. It's hard to talk fast. Podcast platform. Podcast platform. Podcast platform. Podcast platform. Go ahead, Justin. Let it rip. Podcast platform. (laughs) That wasn't that fast. (laughs) Dr. Matthew Thompson, CEO, Telescope Health. Um, Incredible dude. Listen to the first half. You missed it. We talked a lot about the business. Um, On-demand care, which exists everywhere. The care navigation that you guys have, which is special, unique mm-hmm. price transparency, which is, I believe, the direction that healthcare is going. We talked about oil changes and mm-hmm. comparing to healthcare. Yeah. We talked about mystery reader. Yeah, we did. Um, we talked about bugs in ears. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. we, there was a lot of serious <laughs> stuff again. Yeah. If you're hearing this on the radio in the second half, catch the rest of it on the podcast. Healthy or not healthy? Okay, I'm ready. ready. Yeah. CEUs, continuing education units. Oh, it depends on the context. They're you know? garbage. Yeah. <laughs> what do most people do? Click, click, click. Yeah, it's pass, true. pass, pass. Well, that's why I say it depends on the context. So, I, you know, I, so I'm the medical director for Ameripro, which is uh, an EMS company based here in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. And the EMTs, medics, just the coolest people. And so I'm actually really proud of this. We just actually set up a rotation in the Baptist Beaches ICU with um, Dr. Polito, who's an awesome guy, too. Is a intensivist and physician and they're going to go there for four hours they're going to get you know their their continuing education units uh and they're going to learn a ton i mean it's going to be awesome there's going to be hands-on learning but i agree with you there's a lot of you know requirements out there for licensure where you just click 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 so i think we need to change the approach for for so healthy not healthy that was a good by the way now i'm suddenly interested i kind of want to re-up my medic license i keep my nursing license up but okay healthy or not healthy hype music Oh man, I'm so glad you brought this up. <laughs> I I this is the best. Okay, so I got a new hype song, and we so tell we, us. Okay, we have a we ring the bell at Telescope, and we have you know like a success, whether it's a contract success or when we have like a patient story success, and so we got a hype song. And uh, you can ring my bell. No, uh-uh. not it's, a hype song. Can sorry. you put this so it's <laughs> it's uh, uh, start a riot? It's uh, oh, that's which good. is which if you've ever been to a, an Iceman game. Oh, between second and third, you know, they turn off yep. all the lights yep. and that's, a jam. I mean, and so we just pump that up in the office and then, you know, ring the bell. Uh, so, okay. Uh, before, before we switch to the next healthy or not healthy, yeah. do you have outside of work? Like, what's a song? I'm like, I got to put this on in the car and I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm ready. I mean, that's, so that is my hype song right, right now? now. Yeah. And I feel like we need to just play that song at some point in time here. But. Okay. <clears throat> You're a creative person. Yeah. I'm, you and I have a lot of similarities, I yeah. think, too, right? You try to balance all this stuff. You want to be successful. You want to do what's best for everyone. Healthy or not healthy, quiet time to create. Yeah. You got it. So I actually implemented some changes in my morning routine where I just, and my wife, shout out to Lacey Beth. Lacey! Which uh, camera? She, she said, uh, you got to just turn off your phone, you know, or put on the focus, uh, and it's really the do not disturb. And I, I just, I really held on to that now because you got to have some time to just like turn off the noise. And, uh, I use that to, it just depends. Sometimes reflect, sometimes 
just look through my list and, you know, think of ideas, think of things like what's high level really important right now. You know, look at family requirements. It's just, you know, all sorts of things. But Do you, you ever just have stare it. at your hands and be like, oh, <laughs> yes. I want nothing. I am real. Oh, yes, I, yeah. <laughs> He's scratching his face over yeah, there. No, we'll get back to business. These are so. <laughs> you got to empty your, your brain is the bottom line. I got so two yes, more random yeah. ones here. Okay. Healthy or not healthy. Gas station hot dogs and taquitos. Oh, you used this one before. Did I really? Yes. Because I stopped at the uh, gas station on the way here and I saw them like, okay, 15, 20 years ago, Listen, I would have eaten that. I'm, I'm a big hot dog fan. I, I'll just, I'll just say oh, this right now. I love a good this. hot dog. Um, and I'll do a shout out because uh, Bearded Pig, they oh, have mini man, kid hot dogs so and um, I just love them. And my kids, we eat them for my kids and then I eat them before they eat them, so. Oh, that's good. Okay, last one here. Yeah. Healthy or not healthy? Is that an aura ring? It is an aura ring. I love. Yeah. I used to have one of those. I've this lost two of them. This was a Christmas present from Lacey, and I'm a I'm a data nerd, and uh, I'll say one story about the aura ring. Um, t- two days ago, I got a notification, and um, our kids have been sick. You mentioned this too. Your family recently we sick. Last crushed. we got crushed too. So my two year old Winnie, um, she was sleeping in bed with uh, Lacey. I was on the couch, and the next day, ding, aura rings like, you got your best night's sleep ever. <laughs> so I told my wife that. I was like, hey, babe, just want you to know, thank you for letting me sleep on the couch. No interruptions from the kids. You know, because normally couch. we got, you know, babe, we have a one-year-old. We got, you know, we have a You're six-year-old. So we're in the trenches. In the trenches. So I got, you know, I got my best night's sleep. Thanks, I, Aura. I like, and I promise we'll go back to really heavy emphasis on, on telescope again. So the aura ring, I, data matters, right? Yeah. Taking care of yourself, diet, yeah. exercise. That's we talked we earlier start with telescope. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll get. To, I, I promise. Yeah. Up here, this brain works. Yeah, yeah. Believe it or not. <laughs> so the Aura Ring tracks all this data information. And one line I use all the time. We'll, we'll do two things here: data and who's responsible. At the yeah. end of the day, I tell everyone who is most responsible for your healthcare costs. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. And what's the number one way, in my opinion, to avoid rising healthcare costs? Anyone? is to avoid needing it as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely. And that's hard to talk about. So people are like, yeah. oh, that's uncomfortable, which goes back to diet and exercise. But again, I, I am a huge Aura Ring fan. I just, my wife won't let me buy a third because I've yeah. lost two so far and they're not yeah. cheap. So well, data matters, take care of yourself. We can talk yeah. about that. Gosh, there's two ways we could go with that. I mean, so, so much culture. I mean, if you are, and I'll, I'll just say this, if you're a white millennial, uh, <laughs> then, then um, being healthy, subscribing to podcasts about your health, obsessing in an OCD manner about, uh, you know, the data around your health, that is part of the culture, right? And right so, now it right is. Now Podcasts, it is, right? ice baths, data. It, it, yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's, uh, and I'm sure that w- you and I are probably bombarded by the same uh, advertising, cultural phenomenons, changes, but that is a small section of the actual population culture as a whole, right? And so if we're going to put effort into making health equity a reality, which is everybody should have the same uh, um, experience in healthcare, the same opportunities. Uh, there are social determinants of health that affect you know, our ability versus others. And so you have to look at um, immigrants. Uh, I'm gonna take Jacksonville in particular, right? There is a wealth, a cultural wealth in Jacksonville that is un- untapped. And there are populations of people in the black community, Hispanic community, uh, in the immigrant population that are doing amazing things. And um, what's sad is that other sections of the culture don't see that, right? And so I think health and health equity has to be on the forefront of this because a lot of the issues we see in healthcare are 
our, our areas that we don't typically see in cer- certain parts of our society. And so, um, but it all starts with data. I think coming back to data. And so analytics, data analytics, garbage in, garbage out. If you get bad data in, it's just like this ring. If it's not recording or how do you interpret it, what do you make out of it? Um, and what do you do with it? You know, like you've got all these things on this, uh, you know, on your app that are showing you, here's your heart rate variability. Well, what does that even mean for you as a person? <laughs> you know, like, well, what, what do I do with that? You know, so. What's um, HRV mean? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we, we've taken a lot of the data with population health, bringing this back to the different uh, sections of our local society and culture and said, okay, we need to narrow down the areas that we can implement easy, easy, low hanging fruit changes. And some of those are, okay, let's identify all the people with high blood pressure or diabetes who have no transportation in the city. Because um, right there, you're going to identify people who need very simple um, uh, access to care, but they're not getting it because of a very simple reason. And so you can provide, you know, simple changes for those people as easy as let me call or outreach to those people and say, hey, I recognize you have diabetes. You haven't seen a doctor in 24 months. We looked at, uh, you know, we looked at your health records um, and uh, how can we help you? And then it starts there. I want to emphasize too, though, that that population in any city. This is not. We live in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. We love it here yeah, in Northeast absolutely. Florida. This is what we're familiar with. But this name a city in the United States. Mm-hmm. Rural areas are different. Different conversation for a different day. But those patients with these barriers and, and yeah. again, health equity is a big term right now, and it matters. Social determinants of health, huge term right now. But the cost of that care and lack of access to to care yeah. and frequent flyers coming into the ER, what yep. could be dealt with elsewhere. That's part of what increases the cost of healthcare oh, yeah. for Absolutely. people that are like, why the hell am I spending $20,000 a year on yeah. a premium? Yeah. It, it all matters. You can't say that. Guys. I can say hell, yeah. right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. You can say all right. Hell. Hell's good. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I can't say. I was bleep, warned. Bleep, I was bleep, forewarned. Bleep. No. <laughs> but again, you, yeah, you you're right. What I'm saying, if, if we don't collectively yeah. agree with it, again, take care of yourself. Do what you can. Yeah. But as a community, we love this community. How can we give back? And yeah. data back yeah. to Telescope Health. Let's yeah. bring it back in, because I'll get on a tangent in this world. Yeah. What data are you collecting? Oh, How man. does it help? Why so does much, it matter? So much data. Uh, we just Is have it a really data smart or data. I love uh, that question. Yeah. Depends if you're a Star Trek fan or not, I guess. But. Um, so we have a really great team uh, of um, people with a deep analytics background, which I do not have, you know. Um, uh, so we ingest, for population, we ingest um, publicly available data that's just hard to access, and then we put that into, you know, our platform to understand it and analyze it. So I talked about transportation. That's certainly one area. But um, looking at uh, the number of medications that people are on, for example. Um, so. We've done programs where we worked with um, insurance companies and said, you know, give us the patients that you haven't seen or have not seen a primary care doctor in 12 to 24 months. And then we'll go narrow down those to look at the ones that have are on five or more medications who have three or more medical conditions. And then we outreach those people and we go see them and we get them back on the track. And the things that you discover when you identify that population is really crazy. Patients huh. who, hey. hey, for the last three weeks, I haven't been able to walk as well. Well, that's because they had a stroke legitimately. Or, they did or not CHF and they're yeah. swollen and like, yeah, because they haven't taken their water pill, Lasix yeah. in yeah. three weeks. Absolutely. Or I've been feeling lightheaded. <laughs> well, I'm a diabetic and their blood sugar should be a hundred and it's 800, you know, I mean, just crazy stuff. And so that's the reality of what's happening out there. And then 
on the employer side, it's the same thing, but it's, you know, we're, we're able to take in the claims data. So, you know, employers have insurance coverage for their employees. Um, they'll give us access to that data and we'll be able to say, okay, wow, you have 300 employees. Here's the top five spenders. Here's all the people that went to the ER. Here's the people who haven't been to a primary care doctor. Here's all the people with diabetes. Now we can create a specific plan for those employees to make sure that we're tackling those people first. That's, so that's our world. 212 Benefits, thanks for sponsoring the show. That's my business, by the way, with Joey and Adrian Jansen, amongst many other great people. We work in employee benefits, which is complicated, expensive, and, and it's tough. It is right? complicated. You, you yeah. live in there now, too. Yeah. So you take this, most people, you, you, you basically fall into three buckets, right? Yeah. You have insurance through your company. Yep. You're uninsured, or you go to the, the open market. Yeah. That information matters for a business to say, hey, look, here are your biggest spenders. Here's where you can save costs. Here's where there's poor medication decisions. Let's go to partnerships. You talk about want to give a shout out there. So you do, you you work in the ACO space, um, value-based care, a recent partnership with Ameriflex. I yeah. like giving free shout outs to anyone. Yeah. You guys got to pay me for this, by the way. Yeah. Just we, kidding. Uh, we have some really you, great Mom. partners. You can't do it alone. And um, one of our, our most recent uh, partnership is with UF Health, their population health department uh, statewide and um, super collaborative team. Um, and we had previously worked with Flagler Health. Uh, and then UF gave us this opportunity to provide analytics and care navigation uh, to uh, population in St. Augustine, and we're going to expand that statewide. So that's a great partnership, um, and you know that's using solely the the analytics and care navigation side. And you know, it's oftentimes there's a a lot of doctors that have open spots and want to see patients, and it's organizing and identifying the people who need it the most and enabling them to see the providers and enabling the providers to say, hey, you've you're you're a primary care doctor, you have you know 300 patients under you know your care. You've seen 200 of those, and you've done a really great job. And 100 of them, they're under your care, but you just can't reach them. Well, it's not your fault. You're busy. You're working from 7A to 7P. You're inundated with charts. So let us take those patients. Let us outreach those patients, identify the reasons why they're not getting care, and help get them back to you. Um, so that's, uh, you know, big part of our programs. Um, and, uh, you know, within the health system, what's, what's crazy is that there's so much opportunity to provide care and solutions in the health systems. And just about every health system right now, if you ask them, what's my main problem right now as a health system? If you ask administration, they'll say it's boarding. Um, it's, uh, what it's, is boarding by yeah, the way? Yeah. So it's so, patients who you want to be in the hospital for three days and they're there for seven days. And, um, there are too many people not enough hospital beds, not enough physicians. That is just the problem in U.S. healthcare. It's reality. It's yep. reality. And so what they want is to find ways to get those people home where they should be faster um, and to keep them out of long-term care facilities, out of skilled nursing facilities, uh, and just get them where they need to be, home. And so we've got a lot of really cool programs that we've put out with Baptist Health, for example, where we identify people who are leaving the hospital and we'll do um, what's called transitional care. We'll outreach them. We'll help them because they often will have a primary care doctor. That's not the issue. It's just, hey, I left the hospital. My primary care doctor didn't even know I was at the hospital, you know, and I got to make an appointment. Um, I'm very vulnerable right now. Uh, how am I going to see them? Well, first appointment's 10 days away. 
Well, that's that's the crunch time. I need to you see know? someone. You got to see somebody. Hours. Yeah, exactly. Because seventy two is too long. Exactly. I lived you, in that you know, world. You know, yeah. you did. You did live in that world, and so um, we outreach, and then we facilitate them to be seen, answer their questions, and make sure we keep them out of the hospital. So those kind of things need to happen, and you know, every section of the market, whether your employer or health system or you know, organi- organization like an ACO has their own unique problems, but. Um, I feel bad. I cut you off to, to describe boarding. You're listing yeah. a couple things that were issues and concerns. So yeah. boarding was one. What yeah. are some other problems that? Um, so, uh, you know, the capacity is just a huge issue. And um, Becker's put out a recent um, article highlighting the capacity issue. We will see, you know, the top 2024 problems, you know, and one of those is in 10 years, we could have a shortage of up to 130,000 physicians. So And what other Clinicians. Oh, I mean, registered nurses. nurses. Yeah, nursing. 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 They're looking at six hundred k. Yeah, just yeah. tray. Does yeah. that have anything to do with the cost to like get into that particular field? Uh, it's it's certainly multifactorial, and um, and uh, cost is a huge barrier. I mean, um, the the price to to go through medical school and residency training is it's not cheap. Um, but uh, I think healthcare in general, the pandemic caused a lot of changes in people's perspective on do I want to go into healthcare or not and what do I want to do in healthcare um, and it's generational changes too you know Gen uh, X and millennials um, have a very different idea and mindset on hey work-life balance and you really sacrifice a lot to go through the training necessary to become a physician and a lot of people now are just not willing to do that so we have to re-energize the next generation to say you can make a difference in healthcare um and you uh, so getting back down to that patient story of how you know a physician can really make a change in somebody's life i think we need to get back to that narrative because we've taken away the luster of you know and a lot of doctors will call it the golden age of healthcare, and it was 30 years ago um, they were there was a respect and uh, desire to be a physician, and that's changing a lot. It's more transactional um, in nature. It's because of TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. No, I'm just telling like a middle aged <laughs> TikTok. Dude, I'm kidding. The TikTokers <laughs> and what are they doing, those kids? Oh. Uh, but uh, so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons. But the bottom line is there's a capacity problem and there's a shortage, and so we have to find ways to outreach people. And I'll say this too. The, your care shouldn't start with a physician. A physician should oversee your care, but your ability to have simple things like understanding um, baseline blood work, understanding what conditions you have, looking at your health, mental health, holistic approach to um, you know the barriers you have to care should start with other people within healthcare, right? Uh, I know so, a company that can help with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, Telescope. Yeah, it, yeah. And that doesn't degrade the value of a physician. Correct. It, it, it strengthens it because we have to accept the reality. There's just not enough physicians. And if you wait to go get your questions answered by your doctor, you will wait for a very long time. And guess what? You'll just give up. And that's what people do. That's why I haven't gotten my oil changed. <laughs> Back to the oil Back change. to that. Back to that one. Yeah. Oh, I knew the oil changes come up again. So if healthcare doesn't work out for us, and I think it is, we're, we're yeah, we're there gonna, are people. There are people <laughs> like you and me and, yeah. and others that you meet in this industry that that really, let's call it what it is. Like I, I have to pay my bills. I have to make a living. Right. Yeah. I have to put food on the table. But I think want to make real change. Yeah. And in this space, it is very, very, very difficult because yeah. you're up against not knocking any local large hospital systems, but they're big. Yeah. They, they, they have heavy bats and they do certain things. And large insurance companies, by the way, I work with all of these people, 
it's not easy to make change. Yeah. But it's happening because of people like you and people like Telescope. Yeah. But if this fails, so. we had talked about this earlier, we're going to open a business that will change your oil, wash your car, you get your hair cut, <laughs> yeah. and you can see your primary care physician yeah, yeah, at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Dry cleaning like too, maybe. Service. Maybe the post office, yeah. Maybe and the post monthly. office. Yeah, that and like a dentist that changes all of it. Hey, at the same what time. are all like, the dude. things that you have to take a day out? It's like, you know what? This is my one personal day. I'm going to check all these yeah. boxes. Yeah, absolutely. How much time we got left? <clears throat> okay. Again, it's so hard to cover all this stuff. I, I think you and I could talk about so many different topics forever. A couple minutes here. What, what are you most excited for looking forward for, for telescope specifically? I mean, we could talk about mystery readers and guitar sessions and going to a brewery yeah. and hanging out, but let's let's stick on, on healthcare here. Well, two things. I think um, we're very fortunate with the partnership we have in the employer space. And um, I guess I, I love Jacksonville. You know, I moved here almost a decade ago, and uh, the people here are just the most collaborative, um, humble, wonderful people. And uh, in the business, I mean, getting out of – really being a primarily a clinician. And now, like you said, I'm a businessman and entrepreneur and, uh, people want to work together. And so what I'm most excited about is, um, what we're doing in this city, to be honest with you. And we are a national company. We have national partnerships and, um, thankfully all those solutions apply to Jacksonville. And so what I love to see is, um, growth of those partnerships and collaboration. So, um, you know, hopefully that's with the city, uh, and, um, hopefully that's with more nonprofit organizations. I feel like we have put a lot of time and effort into working with, um, some really great organizations. We care Jacks is one of them, mm -hmm. um, which, uh, connects people with specialty care. Uh, and then rethreaded is another that we work with, oh, um, which I just love, uh, Kristen and, and, and that organization. And so there are people doing really innovative, amazing things here. Uh, and on the employer side, I, I feel like there's so much opportunity through, um, there's a lot of yep. startup companies, a lot of self-funded companies here and employers that want their employees to be healthy. And so um, we have spent a considerable amount of time building those solutions. So I just love to see it take off um, locally where I live. Um, yeah. Any more shout outs? Just to you, you know. Holla! Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I can't believe I just did that. Can you edit that out? Okay, <laughs> we don't you edit did. anything. You did that. Out. You did that. Um, I think we should put it on repeat. Honestly, yeah. No, just look, make I, him own it. He he does that. He puts things on loop. <laughs> he will. Look, I, I told you it's 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 fun. It's maybe it's awkward, maybe it's not. But I, I appreciate you, man. I, yeah, I respect you, too. you. I think you 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 and I have a lot of similarities. Yeah, both personal and professional, and we. I think we want what's best for as many people as possible and, yeah. and just lead by example. So, yeah, I'll say, um, you can put my information up and, uh, I love to collaborate. And so I've met a lot of really great people through the Jack's chamber. And I think, um, small business leader of the year, um, I'm really proud of you and oh, impressed thanks. with you. Uh, and, uh, I, I love those partnerships. So I would say my final plug would be for people in the community here, reach out to me, please. I'd love, uh, love to collaborate and work Agreed. together. If so. I can help get in touch, yeah. get you in touch with anyone or vice versa, but time runs out. Here yeah. we are. Yeah. Dr. Matthew Thompson, Dr. Maddie T. Just a good dude, man. I told yeah. you guys he's awesome. <laughs> CEO of Telescope Health. Shirt for you today. Appreciate you joining us. That's <laughs> what the health just happened.